0: Cause like for me it's very often like then once once I get there, it's like, oh that's great, but like now I need that next thing. And like it's like that endless sort of like again h- human brain kind of thing where it's just like I gotta plan for winter, I gotta plan for winter, you know, like never resting. Yes, know?
1: gotta, gotta get all the nuts, hide them in the tree. Get all the nuts, hide them in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Why Not Both, the podcast all about how our multiple passions shape our identity and our lives. I'm your host, Pam Schaefer, and our producer is Laura Studeris. This season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar magazine. If you like what you hear, you can head over to our Patreon to support us directly and get transcripts of all of our episodes. Or you can come hang out with us on your favorite social media platforms, where we can be found under WNB, the podcast. This week, we were joined by the multi-talented artist, songwriter, and musician, Mo. I hope that you enjoy our chat. Oh, well, welcome to Why Not Both, where technology finally started working and the world is very small. Yeah. I love what you said about, like, that the music industry. It really is, like, you run into people everywhere, and now that, like, things are kind of, like, slowly... I was like, start, stop, opening up. Have you run into people that, like, you haven't seen in forever?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it... it, And I think, as we were just talking about, like, I think I have really been missing that sort of, like, um, like, colleagues community, in a way, like, with your colleagues from... out I mean, obviously, I've been seeing my musician friends in Denmark but like it's a special thing that you have bonds with people from all over the world because of this industry that I'm so lucky to be in uh, but yeah I mean I played a festival in Spain where I met um, the Heim girls and I haven't seen them for like so long and it was just so nice to see them <laughs> oh I
1: love them <laughs> oh my gosh I accidentally
0: I yeah. met one of them by sheer accident
1: at um, at a cafe in Silver Lake. That was the most L.A. thing I've ever said. Glad I got it out of the way at the top of the interview.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I didn't realize who we were talking to until after we were talking to her. It was with a, we were talking with Esty and it was, we had like a 20-minute conversation and it was the very end of the conversation that it clicked, like, who she was. And I was like, oh, She's yeah, yeah, awesome yeah. hypothetically, and she's awesome in person. Cool. <laughs> like,
0: mm, yes, yes, so much. No, but they're just so down to earth and so cool and so nice. And like, it's just, I don't know. I uh, just look up to them very much.
1: I was like, oh, I'm curious what that's like. Because <laughs> like, you've played so many things and collaborated with so many people. I'm like, do you ever have those moments of like, oh, this is surreal. I'm in the room with this person.
0: Um, yeah, I have. Like, it's been it's been a little while, though, just because travel has been so limited in these years with COVID. But yeah, I remember, like, the first thing that pops up in my mind is um, I was in studio with, with Diplo, with Wes, and then uh, all of a sudden Bruno Mars was there. And I was like, you know, I just had one of those moments where I was like, oh, I'm in the studio with Bruno Mars. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> that would that would definitely throw me for a bit of a loop uh, in a good way <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, same.
1: <laughs> you're like, okay, this is. <laughs> It's it's interesting also, it sparked in my mind, like thoughts of collaboration. Like you've collaborated with a lot of people and I'm wondering how that's been going lately because everything has been digital. Like I've spoken to people over this time that have like basically mm. either been sending files back and forth, some people have been jamming on Zoom, other people haven't, some yeah. people actually now have been collaborating in person. Like what has your experience been like?
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously, it's been less possible to be in the room with people, whereas before I would, if I was in LA, like, you know, there's a lot of people in LA that I could work with and have friends there and so on. But, but to be honest, actually, even though I you say, like a lot of people knows knows me from, from a lot of these features and collaborations I've done. But I've actually also always worked a lot, like just like very much on my on my own and just kinda of sending things back and forth. So during COVID and stuff, it, it wasn't I like it, it wasn't actually like it changed any like it wasn't like a huge difference from how it usually was, other yeah. than not being able to truly work with my American friends. That was
1: the only kind of difference i think yeah yeah that's i found that i personally was in a similar kind of situation where the only thing that i really missed was like being in the room to like finalize a mix with someone or things like that because yeah 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 to feel that because even though, like, you can mix virtually and you can kind of, like, beam in... I don't remember the website, but it's almost like you can you can hear what someone else is doing on their computer, so you can hear, like, the live mixing. Yeah. But it's not the same as when you're, like, yeah. in the room it's experiencing the it with someone.
0: Yeah. No. No. No, I agree. Um, I, I've always, like, when it comes to, like, creative process, I always love, like, to kind of have, like, a little bit of both. Like, to have that isolated period of time for me to really just make sure that i'm grounded in the material and that i know what i want and what i'm doing but then also have the part where you connect with others and open it up and like especially when it comes to to finish as you say
1: yeah yeah like i don't know about your process but when i'm working alone i get i get very up in my head about things and so it helps then, like, to yeah. be like, okay, here's, like, the seven ideas I had. How does this actually feel for someone else? Because yeah. otherwise I'm like, and then I could make all of these different. And I get all very conceptual. And it's just like, um, does yeah. it sound good? <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> when you're writing... <laughs> like... <laughs> do you like to write, like, do you... Uh... I guess I'm curious about your writing process like do you like to write on a certain instrument or are you drawn to a certain DAW like what's your process like?
0: Mm. I mean uh, at, at the moment I, I, I start all my songs just in logic like with with some MIDI instrument and then I start writing the songs that way and then later on I bring in a uh, a producer to just because I'm terrible when it comes to drums and stuff like that. I'm just, like, so bad <laughs> when it comes to drums and everything, percussion stuff. So, like, then I bring someone in because I feel like when, when once you get a beat on it, it's, like, then it opens itself up more. Uh, but you, like, for the moment, like, I, I start a lot of my songs just on my own in logic with some MIDI instrument. But, again, but sometimes yes. I do sessions and we're, like me and other songwriters and a producer and just like the classic kind of way, you know. So it it varies. Yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) And I I relate Mm -hmm. deeply, by the way, with drums. Like... um... I had a wonderful friend tell me she was just like well why don't you practice playing along with the drum beats and other songs like so you can learn and I still Mm. even when I'm playing along with other drums I like default to the same almost like I'm like am I like Mumford and Sons why am I like four on the flooring
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god no but I just I can't I get like oh I drums is just so hard like it's it's such a powerful and important element to the songs but i'm just garbage when it comes to doing it
1: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i've at best ascended to basic <laughs> like is it progress <laughs> question mark <laughs> like, uh, i uh, i do really like though have you ever played with the corg um they're really fun the little the volca synthesizers like the little guys like there's one that makes a little bass line. there's a sampler but then there's actually one that's a little drum machine uh,
0: yeah in the synths in in logic
1: yeah there's one that's like they made a digital one for logic but they also have a physical one and i found that for whatever reason if i'm physically ah. like kind of like boopy booping at something it makes it slightly easier, whereas yeah. if I'm mm-hmm. on, like, like I use Ableton, and so similarly right, right. it's, like, I'll just cue up, like, a MIDI yeah. instrument on it. It's almost like my brain still goes into, like, yeah. keyboard mode, and so it just sounds like, doot, 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 mm-hmm. doot, doot, and I'm just like, no, this is not a
0: great, this is not yeah. an inspired beat, Pam. <laughs> like- <laughs> no, it makes sense that you find it easier when you have something to kind of, like, like, something to physically, like work on, like, to make drums rather than just a MIDI kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was like, it's like a hundred bucks. Totally recommend. It it made my drums sound slightly (laughs) less terrible. Like, I wouldn't say they're good yet. (laughs) 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 When you're collaborating with people, like, do you find... I'm so curious always about the difference between, like, when you're writing with someone else versus writing, like, kind of, like, for yourself or by yourself, like, how does it feel different when you're in those different settings?
0: I mean, I mean, when I write with myself, um, on the good days, at least, like, I would say, like, I get to a very kind of, like, just, like, a meditative or like sort of like flow kind of level where it's just like really I don't know like playing with clay as a kid like where you just really get into your zone and it gets very personal but like in a really nice way whereas but 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 when I write on my own it's also I do get to as you said like maybe sometimes loop around too much in the same ideas and same melodies and same kind of lyric patterns or whatever so I find it really good to, once I've done that kind of like isolated period of writing time to go into a session with people who can just help you get out of your loopholes, you know, like help you think of melodies and lyrics in a different way and just, you know, just it's a bit more, I'd say that. The collaborative part is a bit more hyper in a way. It's a bit more like, woo, 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 bang, 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 doo, 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 doo. Whereas the process on my own is a bit more like, mm, you know, <laughs> yeah. digging into myself. And I think both is good. You know? Yes.
1: <laughs> I like how you put that because that's, I, I joke that like my little studio is like, I call it my music cave, but it's like a cave for a reason. Mm. I'm like, I'm going to go in here and be kind of like a little, little music gremlin um, yeah it's then... <laughs> a beautiful it's a beautiful thing oh thank you and and yeah it's very uh, it is a very different feeling I think uh, if I were to speak metaphysically of technology in my new space I think it's still settling in it's like you know Pam this place is still a little new <laughs> like, you've only been here a few yeah. weeks. you are daring to record something that's very bold <laughs> like... <gasps> But God, yeah, it's like start. That feeling especially. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, you get to be the first that sees the curtains that we hung so that that way the piano wouldn't be too bouncy. Because, <laughs> of course, I move into a new place to make the master bedroom for my piano. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. But, yeah, like when when collaborating with others and that's it's interesting to think of it during this time especially of like that usually there's a balance of kind of having that introspective almost like that loopy space and then bringing that out um and I'm hoping that like you've gotten the chance to bring that out also like in performance as well like because when you're performing things that either you've kind of carved out in your own space or that you've collaborated with others that adds like whole other layer like what's your experience when you get to actually share those things now now that we're kind of sort of in the world sort of not like what's the feeling been (laughs)
0: um I mean it's just been so nice and so no but it's just actually just have been so fucking nice like getting back out and actually performing in front of people it's just I don't think I realized how much I had missed it because, I mean, you know, again, there's, you know, there's a reason why you pick the kind of line of work that you do is because you love, I mean, at least for me, like, I do just really love being on a stage. So, so just being back in like that, it's just the best. Yeah. I don't really have any other words for it. It's just the best. Yeah. I love that. (laughs)
1: What what makes it the best being on stage? Because you're right, like people do choose their occupations based on like ah, what are, what's the maximum <laughs> stuff I like yeah, versus the minimum human, stuff like I don't like. Cute, <laughs> yeah. Human I am. Yes, and like there are some musicians yeah. I've talked to that are just like I am a studio rat. I want nothing to do with the stage. And then other people that are yeah. just like, I am finally back in my zone. I hadn't realized how much I missed it. I feel like a person mm. again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like what? that's are, how I feel. What are the f- that. <laughs> <laughs> when you, I guess, like, when you didn't have the chance to do the thing that makes you feel like you, like, what did you find yourself, like, doing or being? Like, who did you get to kind of, like, be during that time when we weren't on stage and we weren't doing those things?
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean writing songs and obviously like hanging out with my friends and all my loved ones and stuff like all that stuff is is part of keeping me feeling like I am who I am but it was just funny how with the yeah with the performing part missing it was funny how like I sort of forgot about how much I missed it but then once I was back on stage I was just like fuck this is like a huge part of me that that really I've been missing so much Um, But so I was fine, but it's just, I just love having the performance part in part back again. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes. And like, I was thinking when you were saying that, that like humans adapt to just about anything, but it's almost like after we adapt that we're like, whoa, wait. (laughs) Like, yeah. It sounds like almost there would have been a point. So true. Yeah. So I was like, there would have been no point in being that distressed over not playing because, like, there was no option to. So you're like, okay, well, I could be annoyed about this or I could just do something else. But then when it came back, it's so wild. Like, a lot of people I know that have been back and, like, I must admit, I haven't performed yet since, uh, gosh, 2019. Because, yeah, Yeah. like, I remember performing last in 2019 and I was just like. I haven't had that experience yet. Of, I, I now, like, mentally do miss being on stage, but I haven't experienced it again.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. You're going to love it once you go back. I mean, are you a person <laughs> that likes playing live? Once I
1: actually start, like, the leading up to it, I'm always just like, why have I done this to myself? Why am I here? I could just <laughs> Yeah, leave. I know that feeling. <laughs> Like, and then once I start playing, I'm like, this is the best. Why have I ever not been on stage? Like, yeah. <laughs> like-
0: <laughs> Yes, exactly. I can relate a lot to that. I can really relate.
1: <sighs> yes, it's the weirdest changeover. Why aren't we able to convince ourselves right before that this is a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> Every time, every time. I'm always just like, what have I done? You've done this to yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know the feeling.
1: Oh, my goodness. What have audiences felt like lately? It's been interesting talking to people who have played like festivals and things like that. Like how, like what are the feelings that you're getting back from people when you're performing?
0: My impression has been that... um, That the audience, in general, bring a really optimistic energy. Like, just a really appreciative and, like, party energy. Um, Yeah. Like, I guess they've been missing going to shows as well. And I know for a fact, like, myself, as a viewer, when I go to shows now, I'm, like, really fired up. Like, I'm really like, yeah, what do you got? Like, oh, I'm here for it, you know. So... Yeah, that that's kind of the vibe yeah. I've been getting. It's been some really, really great crowds this year, I think.
1: That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that, that like, not that people didn't appreciate music before. I know that they did, but I feel like almost no. like being back on stage Absolutely. again, that it's like, yeah, it's like people now that it was taken away for a while are extra.
0: Yeah. Oh. But it makes so much sense. And, like, because also, as, as an entertainer, that is also how I have felt, probably. Because I was touring for so many years. And, like, like don't get me wrong. I, I, as I said, like, I love being on stage. It's where I feel the most free. But, but of course, like, when, when doing it so much, like, for so many years, you do get, like, a little bit jaded. But then, like, yeah. not being able to do it for two years... Coming back into it is like oh god fuck I've missed this so like it makes sense that <laughs> yes, it's not just the performer it's also the viewer you know.
1: Yes, yes, and that's it's so strange. I I remember during twenty twenty at one point I said I felt like we were all cats because you know how cats like like to sit at the threshold yeah. where they're like love oh. cats. you know yes oh. I, I need to I need to get another cat. Basically, my neighbor's cat at my old place adopted me, so I had, like, a sometimes cat. It was the perfect arrangement. It was, like, all the benefits of a cat, like, without really actually having a cat. Oh, <laughs> oh amazing. It was just, ah, uh, it was so good. She, like, chose me, and I was like, oh, this is exactly how it should be. Um, but she would do this thing yeah. where I felt like all of us for a while were when we were an in indoor cat, you open the door because you're like, I want to go outside. I want to go outside, and then you open the door, and the cat's like, "Or do I?" <laughs> like, yeah. It's like we we only crave the thing when yeah. like it's not actually really super available. <laughs> and then we're like, Oh my oh, god, did the I want to? It? No, it's kind of hot outside. Right <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we want something until yeah. we catch it, and then we're like, Wait. Why am I holding this? Nah, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> oh, It can feel that way sometimes in like artistic life as well, where it's almost like, do you have the experience? I don't know that you've had this. I've had this several times where like, I'll think that if I just do like whatever, whatever the idea I have in mind, it's like, oh, if I just do this, then I'll feel like I've reached hmm. what whatever imaginary signpost I've had in my mind.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like it's very often that it's like, um, I actually don't know the word signpost, but I'm I'm, I'm guessing you mean like a goal, like you, you set up like a goal or something you imagine that you really want to happen. And then once yes. you get it, it's like, because like for me, it's very often like then once once I get there, it's like, oh, that's great. But like now I need that next thing. And like, it's like that endless sort of like, Again, human brain kind of thing where it's just like, I got a plan for winter. I got a plan for winter, you know, like never <laughs> resting, you know. Yes,
1: gotta, gotta get all the nuts, hide them in the tree. Get all the nuts, hide them in the tree.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange that the human brain, like, does that and that for a while. Like, I don't know if you felt this way, but it was almost like I I felt like I was put on pause for a while, but in a really valuable way, because I was like, oh, I don't always have to be like, (laughs) storing everything in the tree for winter.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. Totally. Like these last year with COVID, I really felt like that was one of the lessons that I learned as well as like, you don't have to like just like, stress through everything, like, just like, oh, I gotta, oh, you know, like, y- that you actually maybe, just maybe get, get some better work done if you do take little breaks every once in a while. <laughs> Fancy that.
1: <laughs> like, we were talking earlier about... Um... I was like my wonderful boyfriend that is one thing that we remind each other of is to take breaks and to uh, eat food like
0: yes take break eat food get some sleep yep, yep. work hard
1: yep yep because especially when like <laughs> I don't know if you get this way but when you're in studio mode there's I mean even in my space like I have the the curtains drawn it's like it's almost like this timeless space even mentally and so having someone else be like hey are you alive have you had a snack
0: (laughs) yeah yeah no that's that's so that's so true and that's like the beauty with studios sometimes as you say like it can become your own little creative cave and like you forget about Uh, time and space but I've really found it so helpful to have that thing of like like a starting point and an end point and like a little lunch break like just especially when I'm with myself because I'm if I'm with others it's a bit more like yeah let's get a coffee let's get some food and blah 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 but like when I'm on my own I do need that those kind of like grown-up rules like so that I can just live well I,
1: I love that you called them the grown-up rules. I think I'm that's what I'm going to call them from now on. Like, <laughs> I was like, even right now, I see I'm just like, oh, my water's there so that I remember to drink my water, and there's my coffee. My coffee's over there in the yeah. cute little can. Oh, I was just like, so I'll get like cute stuff for myself just to remind Important. myself to use it. <laughs>
0: like- yeah, that's what I do too, actually. That's a really good advice. It's a good way of doing it. It makes it more enjoyable because otherwise I'm like, I know
1: that I'm not going to want to like remember to get up and get water if one, it's taking me away from the thing I'm doing and two, it's not fun for some reason. So I'm like, if I can make something like fun or weird or exciting. This makes me so happy. (laughs) (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Oh... When you were spending time, like, you know, like, not touring and writing, I was curious, like, did anything pop up for you that you found yourself enjoying that you hadn't had a chance to do in a long time because you were touring so much? I was like, did anything kind of, like, spring up in its place? Yeah.
0: I mean, one of the things, I mean, I, I think the most amazing thing I think that popped up was just that thing of, like, actually seeing my friends more often and just really become like a a very active part of their lives again not that i mean for all these years where i've been traveling so much i've still kept contact and stuff it's not like i isolated myself from them but but after having some time away from the road it was just so great to actually have that like very close tight sense of community coming back to me again um that and then also I mean I started crocheting and like started to I took up my old sport orienteering run so like there's these kind of things that I've been going hard on
1: (laughs) wait what's orienteering I I was like what's the sport that's a different
0: thing Ah! (laughs) um I was like,
1: no, that totally Sorry, that makes sense. Good, good, good good. double entendre. I was like, no, you use that preposition correctly. You got it. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was too cute. I was just like, that was grammatically correct. Don't worry. <laughs> I was like, also a very good joke. <laughs> my goodness so wait what was oh my god I was like I was so curious I was like
0: what was the sport that you mentioned yeah what is that so that's the sport it's really big in the in northern Europe like it's this thing where you run around in the forest with a map and you have to find checkpoints and then it's like (gasps) you know your time is taking and then it's about getting to all the checkpoints in the forest first (laughs) Yeah, that's my sport. I'm a total nerd. <laughs>
1: that's delightful. <laughs> that's... <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, you get to be a forest gnome, but, like, go really fast. That makes mm, me very exactly. happy.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> I I'd be there pretending I was an elf, like, no shame. Huge nerd. I would just be running around being like, "Ah, oh, yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, oh my actually, God. I should maybe start like getting into that vibe a little bit more because usually when I get out there with my map and like in the forest, I get very just like competitive and like, "Oh, I gotta get ju juju." But I think it would suit me better to have like an elf kind of vibe around it. I like that. And
1: elves, I mean, elves get things done like, maybe in a roundabout way, they do but like, and with a lot Very of hair, neatly. but they get things done. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh,
0: truly,
1: truly. <laughs> and I mean, it's also good to have that. I was like, if we're going to go like kind of like the Hobbit Tolkien route, yours reminds me more of kind of like, like the dwarf mm. element of just like, I'm going to run in and punch it in the face. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely Gimli when I go on Orienteering Run for sure.
1: <laughs> I was like, I'd probably be, uh, oh, what's uh, the Liv Tyler character that's very much like, I'm really nice and maybe slightly effectual oh, from Irwin? like afar with a spell. Yeah. No, Arwin. Arwin yeah, Arwin. Though I'm not that I'm not that cryy when people leave I'm I'm more like oh I'm gonna go on an adventure too
0: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right yeah me too yeah I was yeah.
1: just like mm, <laughs> actually no I'm not her <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like part of me wants to be that but I know that I'd be like oh he's been gone five minutes. Oh, well, time for my adventure. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go do something else.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, Exactly. That's nice. I can relate.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. And I was thinking about what you said about connecting with your friends in a different way. Because in a way, like, studio is its own little, like, timeless space. But tour is almost like its own, like, dimension of time and space. It is, like, different than, like, the time and space of your home
0: like absolutely so much different and also yeah i mean and it's also just because i feel like when on tour you just you're actually just so social all the time you live together like it 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 is this like who who you tour with becomes your family and there's something so beautiful about that but obviously also it it, like when you when you're on the road for six weeks it, it it also becomes a little bit uh draining sometimes <laughs> yeah like I personally
1: have never been on like a tour that extensive like I've gone on like shorter kind of like one week like you know like John's so I've never been on like a really really extensive tour but even like those yeah. short weeks it feels almost like like did you ever go to a sleepaway camp as a kid like where you went for like a week or two and like stayed in a cabin with like your friends like away from
0: Yeah, but actually, I was so bad at that when I was a kid, because every time we would go on those kind of things, I would get so fucking homesick. So, like, I would never last more than four days.
1: Oh, (laughs) oh, oh, that's one of my nieces is like that, like one is a bit more like my temperament where I'm like, bye, going on an adventure. Um And the other, yeah. like, she writes the most, like, sincere, heartfelt letters home when she's at sleepaway camp, where Aww, she will stay there. Oh, that's so
0: nice. Yeah. But she yeah. she
1: writes these, like, beautiful, uh, beautiful letters about how much she loves her home and how much she misses everybody.
0: Oh, like... <gasps> that's yeah. so cute. Seriously.
1: Um, like, it's it's very, very wholesome. And, like, it's interesting that on yeah. tour you form almost like your own family. Like, it reminded me of that summer camp feeling. And then when you come back, yeah, it's you like... you really do. Yeah. It's like this little capsule. Um, but it's a different pace of life than the people that are not on
0: tour with you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's its own little... Um solar system yeah yeah like i guess was there anything
1: that surprised you like reconnecting with your friends in kind of like a more like long-term way after you'd been on tour for so long
0: yeah i think just all of a sudden i realized uh i mean again it was that thing of like it was because i again i had been keeping in contact with them for all that time and we'd been hanging out a bunch but like that thing of really getting back into their lives I think I just realized actually how many years had passed and how much we all had like all these things that we all had experienced and not even though I was aware of all the essential things going on in my friends lives just as they were with my life it was just like fuck it was like all of a sudden like oh my god like so much happened and like yeah it was just it was it was beautiful but also a little bit sad in a way to realize like oh my god mm. I love these people so much they're like my best fucking friends you know and like there's so many things that I've been missing out on you know but so mm. that it was sad but it was also nice because it, it really made me it just reminded me about how important it is and like how much I want to make sure to stay as involved always with them because it's just a mirror to my soul, you know? They are just everything. Oh. oh. And that, <laughs> I mean, when you spoke of homesickness
1: as a child and even now hearing about your friends, I'm like, that's so mm-hmm. beautiful that you have people in your life that fill your heart like that. that. I was like, oh. what what a beautiful gift that you're like oh wait I need to balance this more because of these (laughs) wonderful people
0: I'm like oh I love that (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's true it's quite cute
1: (laughs) it's like that's really just like my niece I'm like oh that's so wholesome I love it (laughs) like are are a lot of the people you're close to like? Did you grow up with artists, or have your friends taken like a lot of different paths? Or I guess, what was your experience in that way? Like, is is are people pretty diverse, or are they all like clustered around music? Or
0: yeah, no, I mean, some. Of my, I mean, I mean, my besties, they're all, I would say, cre- creative. And I mean, some of them does music, but but but. Mostly it's like different fields, uh, it, like fields of creativity, if you know what I mean, which is really nice, actually, because mm-hmm, then it's like mm-hmm. I get a break from the music industry. But then at the same time, we can still discuss about we can still discuss what it's like being a creative person and like the industry versus your art and like all these same pro- mm. problematics, but like in, in a different way, you know, so it's, it's actually right. really, right. really really good yeah that's
1: I love that you brought that up that it's like creativity across industry Um, because a lot of the people that I talked to on the podcast like the reason why I called it like why not both is usually people who do like either things in multiple fields or like different creative fields or even sometimes Mm -hmm. like that they have like one job in a creative field and then like another like huge passion in another field and it's like yeah when you're talking to people across creative fields you get to focus on like The actual creativity itself, where, like you said, especially when you're talking to someone in the same field, it's it's almost like the being in your head in the studio thing, where you might like lose sight of the big creative picture because you're talking about all the like finicky details or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, so true. When you were talking to your friends from other creative fields, like, what kind of ideas did then you bring back to music? Because when you're hearing about other fields, like. I at least mm. like when I'm hearing about my friends work in other areas, I sometimes not even consciously, but I end up bringing that into like my music work. Um, like when my friends yeah. have been talking about yeah. like, how they construct, especially one of my friends is talking about visual art. Um, and so, yeah, I was curious, like, what did mm. that bring up for you then when cool. you went back to like work on your stuff?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's many things and in many of these conversations we have, or if we go and see an art show or go to concerts, we always talk about it and talk about our experience and I think as you say like a lot of this I definitely consciously or subconsciously bring back into my art but actually what we what we very often talk about and which helps me a lot is actually that thing about like how to deal with the industry a bit more like that thing of like just how to Mm. you know because obviously we're all artists you know and so we we do our art stuff and like all the business 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 kind of stuff can sometimes just freak us out or make us very confused or like just have no idea what the fuck to do or what it is and and it's really 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 nice to have colleagues to talk with these things about because I think we all get quite scared about it or like confused and like feel lost if we don't have someone to just um you know talk to about it and so we've been helping each other a lot on that front even if even if it isn't the same problems it's still like similar problems you know so so we can still connect over it even if our industries are different yeah
1: yeah and that and also i don't know if you've had this thing but it's like it makes me feel almost like less alone if i know that someone else has had the same issue especially if it's something that i'm not that familiar with but yeah. then I feel like, oh, like, it's oh, okay exactly. that I am not, yeah.
0: No, but yeah. exactly. And that's why it's been so helpful, I think.
1: Oh, that's really wonderful that you've been able to reconnect in that way. And I can imagine that then, like, going forward, of course, we can keep in touch digitally. But I'm curious if, like if you and other artists I know are going to kind of like almost like balance touring more with also being kind of rooted where either where we're from or where we'd Mm. like to write or things like that Um, that it's like if there will be in the Mm. future like more balance than we had before
0: Mm. yeah I mean I I really that's how I plan to move forward is to really try and Maybe just even, like, just really schedule and, like, make sure that you schedule your year in a way so that you get that balance, you know, because obviously my friends are in Copenhagen, I live in Copenhagen, but a lot of the people that I do my music with when not writing on my own is in America. So, and then I also need tutorials. Yeah. so it's that thing of, like, having, like, chunks of time on the road, chunk of time in Los Angeles, but then a good chunk of time in between, to be in Copenhagen and see my, my besties and so on.
1: Aww. Yeah, like to just, I guess like what, what sprung to mind was scheduling time to just like be a person. Like that you're like, here's my time where all yeah. I am doing is existing as a yeah. human. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah. But also you have to you have to have that time to be a human because otherwise I think your music is gonna become hollow. You know, like I think it's so important to to really feel yourself, you know.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Like, <laughs> I uh, what did I say to someone one time? It's like, I, I think I called it like filling your cup. It was like some sort of really dumb like live laugh love phrase, but it was what came to mind. <laughs> where it was Great. like. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like it, it's something that you would find on like a the pillow on Etsy um, where but it was like the idea Sweet. of, you know, you can't <laughs> you can't really create great work, in my opinion, if you are if, if you aren't like fueled up in a way like you have to experience things you have to like, yeah, like feel some of those feelings yeah. live some yeah. of that stuff. And, and then you can kind of like I mean, put it in absolutely. a little creative blender in your head and blah.
0: Yeah, no, but exactly. You need to have that. I mean, as you say, you need to be fueled and you need to have that headspace to just really noticed, notice what is going on around you and inside of you. Otherwise, where would you draw your inspiration from, you know? Speaking about friends, I actually have a friend waiting uh, in my backyard. <laughs> so. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I will let you go to your backyard. I was just like, I appreciate you being so patient, especially with uh, you're the first podcast I recorded on the new computer in the new space, and it only
0: went like slightly haunted. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a great time, haunted or not. Oh. Like, it was really nice speaking to you, Pam.
1: <laughs> I had a wonderful time speaking with you too, and I hope that next year in LA there can be revelry and conversation and music and wonderful things. I hope so too. Thank you again for listening to this episode of why not both. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. You can also come hang out with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, both on Instagram and on Twitter. This season we are brought to you by under the radar magazine Under the Radar is a nationally distributed print, music, and entertainment magazine and website. You can find them at www.undertheradarmag.com, and feel free to support them on Patreon. Extra special thanks to our producer, Laura Studeris, who is literally a rock star. Thanks again, and I look forward to seeing you next episode.
0: I'm